Hi, I'm Tiffany Roten, and I'm so excited to introduce you to my new podcast. This is Happy Young Adults, Episode 1, Three Secrets to Finding Happiness as a Young Adult. Welcome to Happy Young Adults. I'm Tiffany Roten, owner of Direct Your Life Coaching. I'm a huge fan of young adults, a mother of five, four of which are young adults, a lover of everything outdoors, and a certified life coach. I'm here to give you tools to feel better, to be more confident, to feel less stress in your life, and to help you look to your future with confidence and excitement. Let me help you learn to become a happy young adult. Hi, all you out there, and welcome to the podcast. So glad you could join me here today. I'm excited to share with you some tools on confident young adults. I'm Tiffany Roten. I'm the director and owner of Direct Your Life Coaching, and I'm so happy you decided to join us today. We're going to have a fun few minutes together to discuss some wonderful things about being a young adult. So this is my very first podcast, and I'm so excited to start it because I'm hoping that I can reach more young adults who need my help, who are looking for answers and looking for a happier life. I'm hoping that through these podcasts, I can share with you some of the knowledge that I've learned as a certified life coach and counselor for many young adults, and that I can help you in some way to feel better in your life. Today on our podcast, we're going to talk about the three secrets to finding happiness as a young adult. So I want you to know that, yes, it is possible for you to be happy. Now, whether that's being happy all the time, I can't necessarily guarantee that. But I know that you can choose and find and create the happiness you're looking for if you have these few skills that I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about three different secrets to finding happiness. And then I'm going to give you a few examples of each to help you understand these principles better. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me at any time after the podcast. So secret number one is change the way you look at your life. So I don't know how you look at your life, but many young adults um, tend to look at their life as when I reach that next great thing, then I'll be happy. So for instance, if you're in school right now, when I graduate or when I get into my graduate program or when I get my master's degree or whatever it is for you, when I get that next step, then I'll be happy. Then I'll feel content and fulfilled and happy in whatever emotion you're looking for. Or maybe it's, hey, when I meet that Prince Charming and he swoops up on his white horse and whisks me away into eternal bliss, right? And we joke about it, but we do think often that marriage will create the happiness that we're looking for. And then some of you maybe are graduated and you're trying to land that great job that you're looking for, like the perfect job. Well, I'm not sure there is a perfect job out there, but we do often think once we land in that perfect job, 
then we'll be happy, right? So I want to teach you a principle today called the 50-50 principle. And basically the way this works is we understand that it's not possible to be happy 100% of the time. It's not realistic as humans to expect to be happy all the time. But in the culture in which we live in, we, we are constantly bombarded with things all over in our culture that we should be happy all the time. And if we're not, there's something wrong with us, right? And so we run around trying to find happiness all the time when it really isn't totally possible to just be happy all the time. Life and being a human means that you're going to have some contrast and you're going to have 50-50. You're going to have days that are really wonderful and amazing. And you're going to have other days where they're just not great. And there's some struggles and some problems and some stresses. And so just understanding, number one, when we do have those days, when we do have those moments, when we have that stress that we don't go, oh, there's something wrong with my life. I'm not happy today. We can recognize and realize that being happy is not something we will do all the time and it's okay. So oftentimes as we grow up, we believe that happiness is going to be certain things, certain places, certain objects, that it's, that happiness is found in those things. Really the only place happiness can be found is within ourselves. And so sometimes we do do things to where it creates emotions where we do feel happier. Like for instance, maybe your dream trip is to go to Fiji and maybe you have thoughts that when I get to Fiji with that crystal blue water and I'm sitting in a lounge chair with a pina colada, then I will, you know, that trip will create the happiness. But what it actually is, is you have a lot of thoughts while you're on that trip or while you're thinking about that trip that the crystal blue water and the pina colada and they're relaxing and the good book and whatever else, those things are creating that for you. But the trip in and of itself isn't what cre what creates happiness. Or maybe you think, man, I just wish I had more money, that I could go on a shopping spree, that I could buy whatever clothes I want, do whatever I want. And we wish, we think that is what will create happiness? Or what about you out there who think that, you know, you've landed that happiness will be when you can buy that, you know, sports car that you've always dreamed of. And so we put a lot of our happiness and our focus into things, into people, into places, into trips, in whatever these circumstances in life to create our happiness. But what we realize is, is that it's not possible for all of these things to make us happy we essentially create that through those experiences. And we'll talk a little bit about that a little bit more later in the podcast. So I just want to give you an example from my own life in where I think at 18, 19 years old, I really did believe that happiness was found or would be found when I had the husband and the car and the house and the job and all of it. Well, I'm here to tell you that I do have a great husband and I have a night, you know, kind of my dream home, I guess you could say. And I drive a car that I enjoy and I have a job that I absolutely love as a life coach. And so am I happier now than I was 
10 years ago when I maybe didn't have all those things. And the reality is, is that we can be happy anywhere we, we are in our life right now. You can be happy as a young adult now, and you can focus on all the amazing things that there is and available to you as a young adult. Me now looking back on when I was a young adult, man, I was so free and I could do whatever I wanted with my time and I could eat whatever I wanted. I didn't have to, you know, you know, with my kids, they're always telling me what they want for dinner. But when I was a young adult, I just did whatever I wanted. And so it was a very free time. And there were some wonderful things about being young and single that I don't think I recognized and realized at that point because I was too busy dreaming about what would be later and that I would be happy later. So we oftentimes trade in our happiness right now for things that we think will make us happy later. So the second secret I want to talk about today is stop worrying about what other people think. Okay, I know this is a a concept that is a lot harder. It's easier said than done. And I get that. And I know it's been a struggle for me, even in my adult life. We tend to worry a lot about what other people think. We tend to focus a lot on what they think. We we draw a lot of our self-esteem from what people say or don't say. And it's not a very healthy way to live. Plus, it doesn't, as long as you are basing what other people think or say about you, um, you're basing your self-esteem on that. You're never going to find the happiness that you are seeking for. So the perfect example is when I was in my first year of college, I found a guy that was in my complex that I absolutely was in love with. He was handsome and he drove a nice car and he, he just, he was just a great guy. And I was in love with him and I was pretty sure I wanted to marry him and I just wanted to be around him And so obviously I was trying to get, catch his attention. And so what did I do? I decided to figure out what he liked and what his interests are. And so I learned what kind of music he listened to. And so what did I do? I started listening to all the kinds of music that he liked because I was hoping that when I was around him, I could say, Hey, what about this song? And then he'd be like, wow, this girl loves the same music I do. Or, um, in his major in college, which I had no idea about, I suddenly started studying up on it so that when I could talk to him about it, do you see what I was doing there? I was trying to be what he might want me to be so that he would love me or, or think I was amazing or whatever else. And so really I was trying to be whatever, let's just call him John, whatever John wanted me to be. And I just wanted him to like me. And so I was manipulating my actions and the way that I did things so that he would. But the problem with that was, is I wasn't really being who I was. I wasn't just going out there and saying, well, this is the kind of music I like, or these are my interests. No, I was trying to change so that he would like me, which is pretty unhealthy. Um. One concept that's really important to remember is that what other people think is really about them and it's not so much about you. So let me explain that a little bit more in detail. When we're born and we all grow up in a little bit different environments and that's based upon our 
families and where we live and the environments and maybe our schooling. And then, of course, um, you know, our customs, um, maybe our attitudes and beliefs and what we value. All of those things come into play into what we think and how we look at the world and the perspective that we have. And so we think everybody else is looking at the world from the perspective we are. But oftentimes that's so different, obviously. And we see all around the world that we all live very differently based upon how we perceive and look at life. And so, for instance, a great example is um, in Tonga, I learned a while ago that in Tonga, if you're fat or heavy, um, if you weigh a lot as a woman, you are very much respected and valued in that culture. Like it is, it is a great thing to be heavy in that culture. And I'll be honest, when I found that out, I was like, hey, I want to live there because in the culture I was raised in, in the United States and where I lived in the environment I grew up in, it was all about the thinner, the better. You got to be tall and dark and skinny and tan and all of these things. And um, it's difficult to fit into that mold sometimes. Um, but it's so interesting here. We both live on planet earth and let, and, and one culture says fat is beautiful. And another culture says skinny is beautiful. And it's all in the perspective of where we were raised and our culture and, and what we value. So I wanted to share a fun example of this when I, um, was set up on a blind date with my husband from a mutual friend. And when I was talking to this mutual friend, she told me, you might not want to tell him, you know, all of the things, you know, all of your interests, like, you know, you, you dirt bike and you camp and you do all those things. I'm not sure that's really, um, his interests. And you might just not want to mention that on the date. And I thought that was kind of interesting. And I thought about it a little bit. And I kind of thought as I went into the date, well, we'll just kind of see. We'll see how the date goes. But as we went along and, we, and he had taken me to dinner, we got talking and he wanted to know what my interests were. And I thought, okay, here's where I either cater to what this lady said or what I think he might like, or I just be who I am. And so I was who I, I just decided to be who I am. And that person is, I grew up dirt biking and going to the sand dunes with my family. And we love to camp and we love to be outdoors. And that was a beautiful, wonderful part, part of my life that I still love to this day. And what I found out is, as soon as I said that, my husband, who at the time was my blind date, was like, you are kidding me. You grew up on dirt bikes? I grew up on dirt bikes. I love doing that kind of stuff. And immediately there was a connection. Can you imagine if I would have held back those things that I love to do because I, I was trying to be something he wanted to me to be? He fell in love with the Tiffany that was just herself and that had showed up. And luckily, I'd learned a lot through this other crush I'd had in college with John that I couldn't be who I wasn't, that I needed to show up and be who I was. And that's who my husband fell in love with. So we need to have, we need to learn to love ourselves and be compassionate and curious about who we are and not worry about what other people think. You know, we all make mistakes. We all do stupid things. We all um, do have embarrassing moments, whatever. But when we can start to look at ourselves and have loving 
thoughts and loving feelings and ideas towards ourselves instead of loathing ourselves for what we are or are not, that's where it starts, where we learn to have compassion for ourselves and for how we are. And, you know, I even sometimes will do something and I'm like, of course I act like that because of certain things, you know, um, that I believe or whatever else. But instead of being like, Tiffany, you're so dumb to say, oh, I can understand why you act that way sometimes. Or you could be curious and say, gosh, I wonder why it is that I act that way. What drives that? What caused that? What kind of thinking causes me to act that way? But looking at yourself with compassion and curiosity instead of um, loathing yourself is a really important key to being happy in your life. And the third and final secret that I have for you today is that you create your own happiness. Now, in the culture in which we live in, we are not taught that. When we're little children, we oftentimes believe that other people create our happiness or our unhappiness. So we go to school and if some girls at school are mean to us, then we go and we blame those girls. The reason I'm not happy today is because those girls acted or treated me that way. And we don't realize as children that we have a choice if they can say what they want and we can still just be okay with who we are. But that's something we kind of have to grow into as an adult. Oftentimes as children, we like to blame other people for our situations. We like to say we're the victim of other people or that other people are creating or not creating our happiness. When you start to become an emotional adult, you realize that you are the creator of everything. You are the creator of your thinking. You're the creating of your own happiness. You decide whether you want to feel a certain way and, and do certain things. So I often hear adults though, that are still in emotional childhood and they'll say things like, well, you know, my mom was really a yeller when I yeller when I was a child. And so, um, she created this anxiety in me. See how we're blaming mom for the reason that we are the way we are. Or I hear a lot that we are the victim, meaning we are the victim of certain situations. Like for instance, well, my dad was an alcoholic, therefore this created this in me. And that's the reason that I act this way. And while those situations can create, I'm not saying that those situations don't create some heartache in our life. I get that. But we can choose to look at it differently and create something totally different. So you can look at something and you can create what you want to create from it. So for instance, let's say that you after two or three weeks of dating a guy that you really, really like, he breaks up with you. Okay. Now, usually a breakup is kind of hard to deal with. We don't, we don't handle that very well. We usually are like, there must be something wrong with me. Why doesn't this person love me? And we, we create a lot of drama around it. But the fact is, is there was just a breakup, meaning a guy said, I don't want to date you anymore. But it's our thinking. And when it, our thinking goes wild, then we create these stories of he's a jerk. And he this, you know, the reason he doesn't want to date me is because, you know, my roommate said this about me. And so that created this. And pretty soon you've got this huge story about all the reasons why he broke up with you. And you're blaming and you're mad and you're sad. And just so you know, all of that's okay to feel that way. 
I'm not saying that you won't ever feel that way. But there comes a time when you have to start taking responsibility. So at some point when you want to feel better and you're tired of the blame and the mad and the sad and everything, and you want to pull out of this situation and you want to feel better, you have to change the way you think because our thinking, as we know, creates how we feel. So, you know, the circumstance or the fact is that your boyfriend, this guy that you loved and were dating broke up with you. Okay. You can think you can pull all this blame and victim mode on it. Or you can look at it and say, well, maybe a thought you could have is, I guess it just really wasn't meant to be. And maybe I'm glad he broke it off before we got any more serious, which would make you feel calmer. Or maybe I'm just not really his type. Maybe he's looking for something totally different. So you don't make it mean I'm a loser. It's just, oh, he's probably looking for something different. Or maybe really confidently you just say, listen, this is his loss. He just lost out on a really amazing human. And it's his loss. And I'm an amazing person, which makes you feel confident. And and it takes you kind of out of that place of feeling in the dumps. And all we did there was we changed the thought from, you know, this guy thinks I'm an idiot to, you know what, maybe I'm just not his type. It changes the way you feel and so that you can show up differently in your life. So we know that positive thinking is really huge in this as well, that positive thoughts will generate positive feelings and those positive feelings will create more positive actions and positive results in our life. And so if we, if we wake up in the morning and it's raining, for instance, and we look outside and we think, Oh, it's raining. It's dark. It's dreary. It's going to be a horrible day. It's going to be cold and nasty. And I don't even want to get out of bed today. Well, you're starting your day from that point of view, from that thinking, which kind of creates probably some sluggishness in you or just not even a desire to get out of bed. And so the actions that you take in that day come from that, that emotion of, of maybe feeling sluggish. I remember reading a book called the happiness advantage by Sean Acor. And he talks about when he learned to, when he first woke up in the morning before he even got out of bed, he would think of three things that he was really grateful for. Now, what would be the value in that? Well, he's creating thinking that will drive his day. He's creating emotion that will drive his day. So if you were to lay in bed and maybe it is still raining, maybe the circumstance hasn't changed, but maybe you think, man, we sure need some water here in our state. That's awesome. And you know what? I love rainy days because it makes me want to cozy up in a blanket and have, you know, tomato soup with grilled cheese. Or maybe, you know, I love this rain and I'm going to go out and dance in the rain and enjoy it today. What that does is put you in a place of more joy, more peace about it, more, more happiness. And that drives your day versus, oh, this is going to be a lousy day because it's raining. Do you see how just changing that thinking creates different thought, creates different thoughts, creates different feelings and, and creates a different result in your day? So being happy right now, can you look in your life 
And I know that a lot of you young adults find a lot of stress, a lot of overwhelm, a lot of lonely. Um, I hear a lot about it. Um, you're anxious, you're depressed, all these different things that I hear on a regular basis from my clients. What if you could choose to be happy right now? Yes, it is a choice. And how do you choose that? You have to choose the kind of thinking that creates the kind of happiness that you're looking for. It all starts really in your thinking. And then that creates the results that you're looking for. So if you can generate positive, more happy thoughts, maybe put a sticky note on your mirror when you get up in the morning. I'm so happy to be alive. It's so great that I live in such a wonderful place. And of course, if you're thinking of three things to be grateful for, that puts your mind in a way better place to drive your day from. Because what we understand is we're going to have 50-50 So whether you are married or not married, whether you in college or graduated, you're going to have days in college or or beyond after you graduate, you're still going to have days that are positive and you're still going to have days that are negative. You're still going to have both of those experiences. Whether you're single or married, you're going to have positive and negative in marriage and you're going to have positive and negative when you're single. And when you can realize that and understand that, then of course you can choose what it is you want to drive your life from, and then be okay on those days when it's just not a great day and know that there'll be other better days. The key to life really, and the secret to happiness as a young adult really comes down to not really looking to our past to find happiness, not really looking to our future to find happiness, but looking at our Now, looking at today and finding happiness right now in where we're at and what we're doing, finding the beauty in our life and where we are. So I just want to review the three principles. Again, the three secrets to finding happiness as a young adult is first, change the way you think about your life. Second, stop worrying about what other people think. And third, you are the creator of your own happiness. I hope this has been helpful for you here today. I hope that you can take a look at your life and where you're at and understand that you create your own happiness by the way you choose to think. I absolutely know this principle to be true. And as I have learned these principles, it's helped me to feel better and to feel happy. Do I still have days where um, I don't feel great and I have you know, negative emotions that come up? Absolutely. But I also know that if I don't want to feel that, that I have the power to create something different. And that is created by the way that I think. So to all you people out there, I hope you enjoyed our podcast today. I love you and I'm excited to share more of what I have with you through our podcasts and through my website, which is directyourlifecoaching.com. I've got lots of blogs on there and information. So if you're interested, go to my website. Again, it's directyourlifecoaching.com. There's also ways for you to contact me and to, I would love to hear what you have to say about my first podcast. And if there's anything that you would like to understand better or know better or a topic that you would like me to discuss on the podcast, I would love any and all information that you would love to give me. So until next time, I hope that you all create a wonderful, beautiful day. And remember, you are the creator of your own happiness. 
See you guys. Bye. Are you in need of a life coach? Everyone needs someone to talk to, someone who doesn't judge you, someone who is safe and listens to understand. What if that someone was me? If you want to find confidence, a new outlook, a new different way to look at your life, come, please let me help you. I coach one-on-one over video conferencing, or I do group coaching. We can work on whatever struggles you are facing in your life right now. Go to directyourlifecoaching.com. But just a warning, you will never be the same again.